But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Everybody, we are back in Big Boy Studios, boys, for our excursion to Mr. B's. Uh, we are back for episode 39 today, and we have got a great show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about Browns. We're going to talk Super Bowl. We are going to talk Cavs, Indians, Super Bowl foods, and chili, because the chili cook-off was at Mr. B's on Sunday at 5, and Vinny had multiple multiple cups full of chili and i guess number three was like the worst one of all of them yeah i kind of agree all right, how so, can you make bad chili well they did there there's one guy that it was it was bad chili like, like most what? people just didn't even didn't touch it taste good they just didn't touch it man i i don't even know how to explain it hmm. they just uh there we go i had to mess with the volumes because we were live and we had to turn down some stuff so i apologize um we had uh no, it was just, it was weird. It was like soup and hmm. refried beans, and I don't know what else was in it. It was, the consistency and the sight of it was like, eh. <laughs> but we got to get our show started. And our show is brought to you by Underdog Clothing Company. You can reach Underdog Clothing Company. Find them on Twitter or Instagram at Underdog Clothing Company, or you can find them at underdogclothingco.com and they said that our stuff has been shipped and it should be here next week Ooh, so i can't okay. wait to see what they uh, nice. they sent us so they said it took a little extra time because they had to order <coughs> 2xl because we're big boys uh, but it is what it is um also we got to do our shout outs and the very first shout out i want to do i got to shout out my cousin Vinny. He set everything up for us at yeah, Mr. B's, got everything taken care of. He was behind the scenes doing everything for us, and I can't thank him enough for setting us up and tearing us down when we were done. We had such a good time, and even clicking and typing when I was yelling at him because he's typing in stuff. I'm like, what are you typing in? Stop it. He's like swinging me off like, shut up. I got this. <laughs> so they, thanks, bud. Even though you are in kind of a mood today. We're, we're going to take it. We have, we have Angry Vinny. We have Bloated Brian. We have Chubby Fatty. So, wow. is it bloated? Is bloated a word? I'm getting bloated. Yeah, We're then, almost there. Well, you had Shake Shack today without me, and <laughs> mm, I'm a little upset about that. Mm, man, it was good. <sighs> and then, uh, also want to shout out Vic. Vic is amazing. Amazing to us. He let's set up wherever we wanted to, so please go out and check out Mr. B's. Also got to shout out Harold. Harold joined us right there at the beginning of the show to talk about the APA and everything. It really meant a lot for us to get him on. Really appreciated him coming on. Sure. So, uh, my cousin Vinny, do you have any shout outs? Uh, no. Okay. Well, Vinny is out of <laughs> shout outs. All right. Big bright. Yeah. Let me shout out a local Medina business that, um, that we went to on Saturday night. It's called the Foundry. It's like a bar, but 
There's a bunch of other stuff to do there, too. Actually started out maybe a couple years ago as a go-kart, indoor go-kart place. Uh, high voltage, so they got these go-karts that go like 25, 30 miles an hour or something like that. So it was a lot of fun, and it was an old factory, so they had a bunch of other space there. So they kind of turned that into a bar, and you know they have food there. It's a brewery. Princess would love it. Princess, I'm telling you, ski ball. Uh, they have like miniature bowling, old video games. I played. Do you remember the video game The Simpsons? Oh yeah. yeah, with Bart with the skateboard. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the arcade game. I, that, oh, yeah. I played that, so it nice. was a good time on on a Saturday night. And they they just opened like right as the quarantine hit in March, and uh, so they haven't <laughs> gone crazy. She's just weird. I don't. She's she's adopted, and she's just she's a different cookie. I don't know what you want me to do with her. So they have. Plus, she's chasing the cat. So oh, I mean, that's, that's got something is. to do with it too. Cats, come on. I mean, come um, on. So they had a rough about nine months or so, but they're starting to ramp up again. So if you're down in Medina, look up the Foundry. It's a great time. So Vinny was getting ready. To say, have you been to the Foundry, Vinny? No, I haven't. I hear about it all the time yeah? too, though. Really? I'm, do we do we need to make a live oh, trip to yeah, the Foundry? Man. I would love to. It's a good time. Should Everything we, that I hear about it's fantastic. Should we make so. that our? Uh, they have uh, cornhole our, indoor. They have that shuffleboard that we we played yeah. before. Um, should we set that up for our February yep. or February or March? You want to do that? Yeah. All right. Well, folks, stay tuned. We might be going to the Foundry for our next live show. It's a good time. So, so I'm telling you, you won't uh, be disappointed. Yeah. So Mark- it started out just as like like Brian was saying as high voltage karting, and then they expanded, and right next door to it is. Uh, they're they're called the foundry social mm-hmm. and yeah just all kinds of video games the whole nine yards so it's kind of like there. a like a david busters uh or it do- um, no it doesn't have that many like games and stuff it just has a handful of like 90s arcade games oh yeah uh, okay miss pac-man um uh ninja turtles remember the ninja oh, turtles I video game Turtles oh, yeah. played that too uh so they have maybe 10 to 20 video games. Then they have this miniature bowling, which was kind of fun, which the lanes are maybe only 10, 15 feet long. So we had a blast. All right. So, Vinny, can you uh, can you get in the works? Right, write that down on our note card. You got it. That uh, we'll try to get that hooked up for our February trip, So, which we just started February. Look out. Is there anybody else you want to shout out there, big fella? No. No, that's about it. All right. Well, I screwed up trivia last time twice. Okay. <laughs> so what people don't realize is, you know, I always have to go back and watch the show and, you know, make sure to edit it stuff. And I botched at the very end because I just gave the trivia at the end. Right. But I didn't realize that I also gave it at the beginning of the show, like 16 minutes into our live show. Yeah. So it was it was quite funny that I'm sitting there, I start laughing. I'm like, Brian did it twice, dude. You need to pick up with the first no, one. No, no. So at that point in time. World. We are going to do our trivia. Brian's got a special one for me, I so let you. me play that trivia music. So, our trivia is brought to you by Papa V from Curb Appeal. You can contact Papa V at curbappeal419.com. And we love Papa V. He's given us crap on our live show, so that was kind of nice. <laughs> uh, 
But like I said, if you guys need to check out anything from us, let me get this out before the trivia, Brian. Sure. Uh, we do have the YouTube channel up and running, Legal Ham of the Face. All right. We have the find us on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at I am that fat guy. You can find us on Facebook. And you can find us on Yeah, I can't even think of the other one now. Tinder. No, we're not on Tinder. Oh. We're not we're not cute enough for Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the right I told you about the right angles for a selfie. I got Yeah, I ones. I understand. We could even come close to like hold on. You think is there like a farm version of Tinder? Yep, like farmersonly.com. Like Pigpen? Farmers like, only. <laughs> Look it up. I'm serious. Oh, I know Lord. that one exists. Yeah, oh, boy. Right, it All does. Right, so yeah. we are Picture going of off. me by my tracker. Oh, boy. We are going off the rails. All right. Well, Brian, why don't you give me the trivia? Uh, the trivia today has a Super Bowl um, feel to it. It's okay. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, it is since we haven't talked much college football really. Um, in I was a while, going to bring it up later, but other yep. than uh, yeah, we got what is it? Um, National Signing Day coming up or something? Yes, very soon. Very, very soon. soon. Usually like first week in February. So stay tuned. So Michigan, Ohio State, um, spin on the Super Bowl. I'm looking for how many Buckeyes and Wolverines are playing in this year's Super Bowl. I'll combine the two. Wow. Wow. All so right. so Buckeyes plus Wolverines. Buckeyes plus Wolverines. I'm looking for that number. All right. You're deep. You can get it. So so we have to bring up the uh we're gonna do this right out of the gate. NCAA football is coming back. Right. Which I am so pumped for because fourteen was the last time they made it. Brian, what was your best one? Like, mine was 11. I loved 11. Mine, mine was 03. 03 uh, was I your think, favorite one? I think Joey Harrington was on yep. the cover. Xbox. I, I had to My brother up. and I would go nuts. With so, them. Joe Burrow comes out. He goes, of course, after I graduate and start the pros, you guys come out with this. And I've always wanted to be on the cover of it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. But there, I don't know how it's going to play out with the whole likeness. It's... It's not even for, I think it's 2022, I think. Or, right, it's not coming. There's yeah. no chance it comes out this year, but no. uh, it shouldn't be that difficult, really. You just don't use the real players. Yeah, but You just Ohio State quarterback uh, 18 or something. You no, just make up numbers. Before, did they? No, no, no. They used to use the all likeness. All the names. So it would okay. be like quarterback one, and it would have all of Justin Fields' stats. Oh, okay. Now you just throw a random number on the quarterback yeah. and – you know, you don't use the player's likeness. Well, I can't wait. I'm I think that's what that. it'll be. I would guess. All right, Brian. Well, let's get into let's get into some NFL news. All right, we normally don't do like a broad span NFL, but we're doing it now. Sure. Uh, Super Bowl is this Sunday, and we'll be getting to Super Bowl foods here a little bit later. You got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus Tom Brady, the Buccaneers. Hmm. All right. Woo! So yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I didn't say it. You better mute yourself. I can't. I know. I know. You're all excited. Uh, Vinny's still got two teams, and you got, what, one team in? I got one team, yep. Kansas City? Yes, sir. And I'm still out of it. Yep. So so they're going to square off here on Sunday. A lot of news has come out throughout that game, though, because their uh, Chiefs tackles are all banged up. 
I guess their starting left tackle blew out his Achilles. Yep, Eric Fisher, Eric number Fisher's one pick out. from a couple years ago. He's and done. then I heard they were having some COVID issues also there in KC. Right, Mitchell Schwartz has been out for a couple months. I don't know if he's going to play or not. Probably not. And then, uh, yeah, their center. I think it's their starting center. Yeah, they said they got like three brand new people in the offensive line. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how this works out. You know, of course, right. Tommy Touchdowns is playing on the other side. So you have... The old garb of the pocket passing quarterback versus the new garb of the able to move around and pass around quarterback. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see because we haven't really seen this matchup yet. Like Jimmy G can move around a little bit, you know, when they had their Super Bowl. Right. And, you know, the other ones, most of the quarterbacks were mobile enough. I mean, it's been a while since we've seen a statue back there. (laughs) Big big Ben. Uh, (laughs) Back there underneath center so it, it's gonna i think it's gonna be a good game i mean who, I hope who, so. who are you picking who i are you hope picking so in this i'm one? lean right now honestly i'm leaning kansas city i think a lot of people are um, okay and it's crazy because um usually when that happens when everybody's picking one team it's the other team that wins yep. which which is crazy so you never want to count out tom brady and what he's done but mahomes is on a tear man i mean he's lost what one of those last uh 25 26 games or something Unreal. so kansas city it's it's unbelievable what they're doing and they just keep as long as they what's been crazy is they've stayed relatively healthy other than a couple of uh you know role players i'll call them because kelsey as long as they have kelsey hill and mahomes yeah they're, they're good, good. They're because good. mahomes takes the top off he makes everybody pay attention to the deep ball and then Kelsey just works that you underneath Hill. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you Hill. yeah. Hill takes the top. Yeah, and you know and Kelsey. And Kelsey, Kelsey just catches. Like, is he probably the best tight end we've ever seen? It's hard to say that. Well, I receiving think. tight end. Let's just put it that way. Nah, I still think Gronk. I mean, oh, hold on. Gronk was just a mismatch. Period. You didn't see Gronk do a lot of the stuff that Kelsey's doing. Yeah, though. but if you watch the Bills game, you saw the type of space Kelsey caught. Those he was wide open okay I because understand. because Gronk's like i said the speed. i know so I mean, it's, it's easy to go to gronk and go you're six seven well you just stand in the corner of the end zone let me throw it up to you tommy touchdowns yeah and i don't know i mean i suppose you can make the case for either either one of them i mean they're both hall of famers yeah so i i get you they're splitting hairs here but just just what kansas city does with those two guys and then you also so you have to worry about Mahomes throwing the deep ball. Uh-huh. You have to worry about Mahomes throwing underneath to wide open guys, and you have to worry about him running because that's something that maybe doesn't get as much attention. If if you guard everybody, he's fine with running for ten yards and yeah, picking up I a mean, first down. Of course he is. So, he can get concussed and come back the very next <laughs> week and think everything's completely <laughs> fine, which is bullshit. NFL. You you throw him what they do pre snap with all the motions and everything and they're damn near impossible to stop. So you have to outscore them. And I think there's some stat out there like, uh, you know, the last couple times they've lost, they've scored over 30 points. So if you're going to beat them, you have to outscore them. And Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, they can do it. They just can't, they can't be uh, turning the ball over. And like you mentioned before with the injuries, that that's huge because you have uh, Shaquille Barrett who led the league in sacks last year. And you have Jason Pierre Paul, both of them gave Aaron Rodgers so much trouble in the past game. And if they can get to Mahomes on the outside, that's how you beat Kansas City. You beat him with a four-man rush, and you get him uncomfortable in the pocket. 
And that's their only chance, in my opinion. You have to get to Mahomes with those two guys. Well, let's see if they can do it. So, Vinny, what about you? Who do you think is going to win this one? I got to stick with my Bucks. Yeah, you stick with Tommy Touchdowns. Yeah, I got to stick with Tommy Touchdowns. All right. Well, I mean, it's hard. You'll it's it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes right now. Yeah. So, I mean, Tom Brady. This would be his what seventh or eighth? this would be his seventh, seventh. Uh, championship. Seventh championship. Yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. I could do a little spoiler Seven. alert for you because. Later on, when we get to the top three, we can we can te- we can <laughs> all right. I we'll tease the top three so everybody sticks know. around. We're going to do our top three Super Bowl moments. Yep. Don't so, give away what we can tell. So, ben. so right. keep it back. <laughs> also, want to bring up? Um, I'm going to pick. You know something? I'm hoping to go Tommy touchdowns too. Really? The only reason why is because we're going to be facing Patrick Mahomes for, like you said, the next 10 to 15 years. Right. And you know, so let the NFC win this one because we're going to be seeing just let Tommy touchdowns get his Super Bowl, and hopefully he doesn't play until he's like 47 like he's saying he is. <laughs> and he can just go on his white horse, him and Gronk can ride together, make their little TikTok videos, yeah. and just go off into the sunset. You know, and and I'm I'm pretty excited about this game because I do believe these are the two best teams in the league because they're just so well rounded. Everyone looks at the offense and the quarterback and what they do, but they're these are two really good defenses. Yeah. So just to see the chess match and I don't know if well, Bruce Arians is up for say, the challenge. I don't but know. Uh, you got two really good offensive minds too. So yeah. it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm gonna, uh, like I said, I'm going to go. Tommy Do you know who uh, Tom Brady's offensive coordinator is? Is it Pep Hamilton? No, it's uh, it's uh, Byron Leftwich. Oh, um, that's right. The dude who was drafted what five, six years after he was. Well, hold on. <laughs> and who led Marshall? I remember he like oh, yeah. almost broke his leg or something. Oh, yeah. Marshall, they carried him down. They the carried field. him down the field so yeah. he could win the game for him. Uh huh. Unreal. Yeah, it's wild. All right, so here's the other NFL news we got going now. We got Matt Stafford got traded from Detroit to L.A. Right. for Jared Goff, two first-round picks, and a third. Mm-hmm. So this deal is just unreal because Stafford's, what, 32? 32. 32. Yep. Goff is 26, I think, right? 26 or 27? No, 26 sounds about I right. Think, yeah. I think it's about right. So they swapped starting quarterbacks, okay, I think Detroit got the best part That's of this what I was deal. Gonna ask you, I know it sounds like it because I mean they got two first round picks, yeah, plus a third rounder this year, mm-hmm. and the first rounder that they're getting is like I can't remember what two first rounders. Yeah. So a third rounder this year, a and first rounder next, next year, year or the year after, and the year after, yeah, plus a twenty six year old quarterback that has been to the Super Bowl, right? Okay, and you're giving up Matt Stafford, who has got you well. Nine and seven almost every year. He hasn't won a playoff game. And he hasn't won a playoff game. Mm -hmm. But they think that Stafford's actually going to do good in LA. And I mean I it could. It could happen, Bry. But man, like hold on. Was Dorsey in on this deal? Because if Dorsey was in on this deal. Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't think so because I think. um, Dorsey is like head of personnel, like scouting and stuff, right? Detroit's brand new. GM came from LA. Came from LA, so I think he liked golf from LA. Yeah. Well, dude, they got a steal out of that. At least I, I think, think so. so. I I think so too <laughs> because I don't see a huge difference between golf and um and Stafford. 
No, I, I really don't either because I, I mean, Stafford's probably got a little bit of a better arm. Right. I'll, I'll give the edge to Stafford, but I don't know if the edge is two ones and a three. I mean, right. I think Stafford might be maybe the 10th best QB and golf might be like the 14th or 15th. Yeah. So you're pretty much just swapping quarterbacks. And, and golf is younger. Younger. Already has his deal taken care of. And Stafford's injury prone. And Stafford's injury prone and get ready to get on a new deal coming up. Right. So. You have Goff now, who's already locked in a deal that L.A. paid him for the next, what, five years or whatever it is? I think he only has two years <laughs> left. But still, Goff. at that point in time, mm-hmm. you got a younger quarterback. You got younger with the young bucks that are there. I mean, they got uh, Taylor. Who's that? Detroit? Detroit. Who's, who's the new uh, running back? Um, oh, uh, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre they Swift. They have Kenny Galladay. They got Kenny Galladay. Their stud receiver. They have uh, T.J. Hawkinson. They're, is their, know, their tight, tight end. end. So, yeah. I mean, they're, they got a decent they enough offense. Yeah. So, and I think what it is, is it's Detroit's looking at it going, well, Green Bay's here. They're going to start to slide a little bit. And we might be able to start to match up now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry about the cost, everybody. They, uh, I don't, I just don't understand. I, it's almost like the Rams just did this for the sake of making a change. Like, they didn't like, they won a playoff game this year. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know something had to have happened with, with Goff and either the front office or Sean McVay because they've really soured on him over the last two months, really. Okay. Well, the other big news that came out of the NFL, Deshaun Watson wants to trade out of Houston. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Their coaching carousel has already happened. We're not getting into other coaches because we finally found our coach. So I'm not going to sit there and sugarcoat everybody else's, even though Urban Meyer went to the Jags. You know, we talked about that a little bit, but I don't care what other coaches do. Mm-hmm. But Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. Yeah. Also, J.J. Watt wants out of Houston. Oh, sure. It is a toxic environment there. So this is going to parlay into our Browns take now. Okay. Because... Throughout this week, and part of last week, everybody is trying to do the whole Watson and Baker thing. You know something? We're not doing it here. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. And I'm just going to squash it right now. Brian, if you would. Really? You don't want to talk nope, about it? You want 30 seconds to talk about it? You got 30 seconds to talk about it. Um, I think most people think that Watson is a better quarterback right now. If if you talk to most NFL people, they say that. They think Watson could be a top two or three quarterback. We just haven't seen him with a good team and a good coach to really match that up. And that's why you know, Baker had, what, almost three times the wins that Deshaun Watson had this year? So, But Watson won a playoff game last year and, and, and all that, and he's proven it in the past. But just for what we'd have to give up to get him, and what we're building here with Baker, I want to see Baker for another year. Because I think Baker, in one or two years, he could be better than Deshaun Watson. All right, so here's my two cents, and I'm done with it. Mm. One, Watson right now might be better, okay? And I agree with you. Watson is a phenomenal talent. He really is. Right. Okay? Two, it's buyer's remorse. If you bring him in here with this team, you don't know how he's going to play. Right. You don't know what his attitude is going to be like or how he has a no trade clause, so he can nix anybody he wants to nix. But if he wants to come to Cleveland and try to do it in Cleveland and it fails, guess what we get to do again? <laughs> Blow everything up again. Right. And you know something? 
I don't want to blow shit up again. This team is actually looking right. good and it's looking promising. And I don't need to shake the tree to see if Deshaun will be better than Baker. We have Baker. Baker got us to a playoff. Right. Baker went on a streak of 20 touchdowns and one interception in the second half of the season mm-hmm. without Odell. Mm-hmm. Without Odell. And Baker was ascending as the year went on. And if you look at the last five, six, seven games, I'm not sure you could say that Deshaun was better than Baker. The no. last, you know. No, you can't because, it, you know, everybody's crying that Deshaun didn't have one. Deshaun had enough weapons mm-hmm. that he could have thrown to. I mean, like oh, yeah. they're not top tier. But there was a game that Baker had no starting wide receivers, right. and he still played good. And if you want to throw the salary cap issue into it, the Browns are getting close. They're having to pay a lot of guys. They're going to have to pay a lot of guys this off season. So, do you really want to pay your quarterback forty million dollars a year? I know. Hold on. You're probably going to have to cut some guys. I know. I know. Cold beer alert. You call right. that a beer? Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Dick. All right. So, also want to get into JJ Watt. All right. So JJ Watt. And there's a lot of people that don't want to talk about J.J. Watt. I'm going to talk about J.J. Watt. Okay. I think J.J. Watt coming here would be a godsend for this defense. Mm-hmm. One, experience. Mm-hmm. Two, the other side of Miles. Three, you finally got that veteran you need. You need that grizzled veteran that can still play. He's not going to be J.J. from... You know, no, four years no, he's ago. not defensive he's, he's, player he's of the year. He's not a defensive good. player of the year. We don't need him to be defensive player of the year. We need him to come in here and shore up our defense and hold people accountable. Miles is still young. Our defense is still young. We still have or, uh, Sheldon Richardson's a little bit older. Right. But our defense is young. We need mm-hmm. that, that solid veteran presence of been there, done it, kid. Follow me. I'll teach you how to do this. And I think he can do that for this team. And how much fun would it be to see the Watt rivalry? <laughs> the, the Steelers got two Watts. Oh, my God. We would get the other one. You know the one thing that I pulled my hair out <laughs> Because, I don't know, Pittsburgh would just, they would do it just to spit at us. They would. They, they would just they would. get, they would get Watt. It would be they a would. whole Watt team. A big old family. Oh, yeah. They're off there. high Subway. Fi- yeah, eating, high-fiving and, you know, fist bumping <laughs> and chest bumping. Like, oh, hey, brother. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what all we need. Yeah. But, no, I would love – and from what I hear, it's not going to be that expensive. I mean, he's got one year left on his deal. Okay. I think it's like $13 million or something like that. So, it's not like it, – Manageable. Mean, we, but it's also Vernon that we gave up. So, Vernon's gone. So, it would be an upgrade, I think, of Vernon, even though Vernon played great down Vernon the stretch. Vernon played his ass off the second half of the year. <laughs> he was a pro bowler second yeah. half of the year. But – it's the name, though. It's J.J. Watt. Yeah. And it brings a cachet because guess sure what? Does. You look on one side, you see Miles Garrett. You look on the other, you see J.J. Watt. You're going, what the shit do I do now? Yeah, who do we double team in this situation? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I I would love it. Um, I don't know how the numbers crunch out, but like you said, it's only for one year, so it's not like we would take a giant hit and – you know, who knows? I, I don't know if you'd have to give up a first-rounder for it. I'm sure they'd ask for it, but um, let's be honest. He's past his prime. Yeah, but he's, he's only still... got one year left. Why would you give up a first-rounder for one year left? Yeah. If he had, like, a couple years, it might be a different story. But they're saying, like, we could steal J.J. Watt for, like, a third-rounder. Would you steal J.J. Watt for a third-rounder? Oh, for a third-rounder, for sure, absolutely. What about a second-rounder? Would you do it? Um, I would think about it because, it, let's remember, 
as opposed to years past, it's not like we're picking in the top 40 with our second rounder. Yeah. Our second rounder is at the end of the round, so it's not it's not a great second round pick. So, yeah, I, I would certainly think about it. And another thing that we'll probably get into a lot as the offseason goes on is it's very clear the Browns' window is open. And oh, yeah. how many off-seasons can we say that? We're usually no. looking at rebuilding every and year. adding every young year. talent, adding draft picks. Now we can be more aggressive with some of these veteran guys who only have one or two years left. So let's go out. Let's make it happen. Who cares if they can't even walk in two years? Let's, <laughs> let's get do it them, now. Yeah, let's get them in so, here now, and let's get the best 22 on the field we can. So, Vinny, what do you think about J.J. Watt coming here? You Would you be excited for J.J.? Uh yeah, no idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean quarterback wise, no. I'm happy with Baker. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Realistically, just let's keep going with what we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's brought us this far already, and let's just let's keep plugging Baker. Yeah, that's you know? that's what we. I mean, you got to because yeah. yeah, yeah, it might be right now, but like you said, there's something building with Baker. Right. That it's it. It could be special, and not like a little special. It could be really special. And this isn't Madden, where you can trade one guy and a couple draft picks for another guy and just plug them right in, and everything's going to be fine. Your team's going to be better. We don't know what the relationship between head coach and quarterback is going to be with Deshaun Watson or Watson and his teammates or how he'll fit into this offense. So it might take a couple years before that fully gets uh, solidified. So. Yeah, let's just keep building what we got, and we'll talk plenty about whether they should pay Baker this off season. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd, well, yeah. But right now, just keep building with Baker. He, right. He's proven that he can get better the more time he spends in this system. Well, Big Bry, you want to talk a little basketball? I love to. All right, let's talk a little Cavs. All right, Colin Sexton has been lighting it up, and then kind of. Slowed it down. Yeah. But he's he's playing out of his mind. I never thought Colin Sexton would be anything. No. I, I can honestly say no. that. Okay. I thought he would just be another guy. Just no. another guy. I really did. I thought he would, might have been like, uh, oh, just a solid solid starter, but nothing. He's starting to prove something special. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I think we talked about this earlier. I think he could be like a, a Kemba Walker to where and, and, I don't know if he could ever be a superstar. Um but you he know, could be, he's got star talent. He could be he can be an all star for sure. Right. I think so. Also gotta bring up the fact that Kevin Love is still out with a calf strain. <laughs> this has gotta be like the worst calf strain well, he had... since medieval times when they actually chopped off your legs. <laughs> because obviously he just doesn't want to play anymore, and that's fine. You know, he doesn't have to. He can say he's got hey, we paid him enough money, he can do whatever he wants to, which was a calf's fault, dumbasses. A knee-jerk reaction to LeBron That was LeBron a huge leaving. knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. And then we bring in Drummond, of all people. We trade for Drummond. Knee-jerk reaction. No, he's tearing it up. He's been, yeah. he's he's been tearing awesome. Up. He's tearing it up so much that we're about to trade him because we got our future sitter, Jerry Allen. Well, and we kind of, I don't want to say we lucked into that one, but that was unforeseen. Oh, I know. With, yeah. You Well, if you have to trade these older guys, I know they're not old, but... What's Kevin Love? 29, 28, 29? 32. Is he really that I think old? he's in his 30s. Jeez, that makes That's me feel That's why we have old. Vinny. Vinny, start punching numbers. Andre Drummond, Kevin Love. I think... I do, you, think do you remember chubby Kevin Love at UCLA? I love chubby Kevin yeah. Love. 
He got here. He got skinny. We need to get that fat boy back. We need to take him down to Parma, start eating some pierogies. There you go. Fatten him back up and tell Mm -hmm. him, say, hey, shave your head. Shave your head. Go back to bald style. Bring back the pencil thin uh, beard. Chin strap. Yep. I love it. And let's go back to playing old school because obviously skinny Kevin Love cannot stay on the court. (laughs) Fat Kevin Love could. Oh, yeah. Fat Kevin Love throw his butt around and knock people into the first row. Then sub. (laughs) So. I, you know, I think maybe this is less about Kevin Love and maybe more about the Cavs. Um, I don't know when the trade deadline is. I think it's like seven weeks away or something like that. Seven weeks away. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure. We might have to get Kev on here. We might have to get Coach Kev on here right. to talk with us. But I, I wouldn't would be surprised if, uh, if they're <coughs> saving him because they don't want to play him now. And then what happens if he gets hurt and you can't trade him? He, he'll get so, hurt. He'll get a hang. So you, you hang, you hang tight. You hold him out a little bit longer. You bring him back. You showcase him for two or three weeks. Say, look, he's good. He's healthy. And then you try to trade him after that. Because okay. I, I mean, I hear you. Let me, let me, you keep talking. I got to look up something real quick. Yeah. And so, you know, we know where the Cavs are at right now. They're not, in a full-on rebuild, but they're still kind of rebuilding. How old is he? Uh, Andre Drummond is 27. Yeah. That's still young. Yeah. Kevin what, Love's 32. Kevin Love's 32. Oh, my goodness. That so, I mean, make do me you got, old. You know, they're looking up. I'm not worried about that. What, how many games are we in here? Like, what's what's the season at? We've been all yeah. Browns. No, the Cavs are, the Cavs are 10 and 11. 10 and 11. So, we're 20 games in. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love has played, like, three games. <laughs> three yeah. games i know it, well I, I think it's the long play i think they're looking to trade him and they don't want him to get hurt before they get a chance who to. the hell would want to take that contract somebody will no somebody will i have a feeling- i mean you're not going to get much in return yeah you might get a couple second round picks or something like that but andre drummond is probably your most uh significant trade piece that you have yeah but he's he, playing like an all-star yeah but he's is an all-star and for making what twenty some odd million dollars this year because of his option, there's people talking about buying out the contracts and just being done with them. That's what I don't. I don't you really like you about can't. basketball because they treat these guys like, oh, you're just a contract. We'll just buy you out, and then you can go sign with somebody else, and then we'll trade. There's just a lot of confusing things when it comes to trades in the NBA. I know a lot of good players get traded, and they to teams that really don't even want them. So, well, the good thing about this team it. is, though, we've gotten young, yeah, and we've gotten talent. Unlike the last time that LeBron left, because when LeBron left last time, we were it was we were building something. We no. had three number one overall picks yeah. in four years. Uh huh. And what were those number one picks? Kyrie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anthony Bennett. Uh, where's he at? Uh, probably back in Canada. Exactly. Next. A. Um. And uh, Andrew Wiggins uh-huh. traded for Kevin Love. Uh, okay, so we got Kevin Love from Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is okay. He I th- he's with the Golden State now, believe it or not. Oh, go figure that one. <laughs> he's okay. So the only player he's we okay. got out of those three drafts was Kyrie. So yeah, let's be but, honest. But the one, <laughs> the one, uh, the one draft we didn't win was Anthony Davis. So go figure that one. Oh, he's engaged. Kevin loves engaged. Yeah, he just got engaged. Yeah, Yeah, he just got engaged. To a swimsuit model. Is that what you want me to see, or you want me to see fat Kevin Love? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Both both articles are right next to each other. Uh, But I'm just saying, you know, being engaged, I know. 
it's pretty stressful. Right. You know? Right. Uh, I, Might not have time for all oh, the basketball. Oh, when, so. when was the last time <laughs> Vinny put up 30 and 10? Do you remember? It's a <laughs> pool? It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's yeah. been a while since I've seen a 3-0 for Vinny. You, know? you talked um, about buying out his contract. I did. I did, but I know how much it would take to buy out Vinny, <laughs> and I can't do it because the cost is too steep. Um, there's like a cow and a sheep involved, and oh you'd be surprised. It, oh it, it gets it gets dicey with those Italians. Like it just, <laughs> just <laughs> gotta watch them. You gotta. There's stuff that falls off a truck, <laughs> and right. next thing you know, it just magically appears at your house, and I can't cut him off a pool team, and <laughs> just stuff like that. You keep him around, unlimited Wouldn't cannolis. Too, that's for sure. Oh, those cannolis, God. Mm-hmm. We got. Hey, side note. We had uh, we have a older Italian fella, Ron, who mm-hmm. works with us, and Brian and I pulled in one day to the parking lot, and we saw what we thought was his car. We got excited because we thought he brought us cannolis, mm-hmm. and we got like that's old Ron's car. I'm like cannolis? Mm-hmm. Oh, did he bring in cannolis? We got super excited. Oh. Then we walked in like <laughs> salesman. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> just ruined our day. Yeah, we we hope you're well, Ron. Uh... Recovering uh, from COVID. So. so, obviously, they're trying to shop Drummond and Love. Mm-hmm. You think they're both gone by the trade deadline? Be honest. Be honest. No, I I wouldn't be surprised at it, but I think they one of them, they might be able to move one, but I don't think you can move both those contracts. I think, I think Drummond's gone. I think Drummond's gone. Drummond's the, the, only reason the hotter why, commodity. The only reason why is because if Drummond isn't gone by the trade deadline, I have a weird feeling that the Cavs are just going to say him on the bench. No, he's he's an they got, asset. They got Jarrett Allen that they like a lot. I like that Jared is taken that drum has taken time from. And yeah. Jared Allen's twenty two, like we said, twenty two right, or twenty three right. that we yeah. saw last time. Yeah. They like him a lot more than they like Drummond because they were hoping to get Drummond from what the story was told. That they were hoping to get Drummond and shop him really quick and trade him because they were hoping to draft Wiseman. In the draft. Right. Well, that didn't work and out. And that didn't work out. So now they got their future center in Allen. Mm-hmm. And they're still trying to shop Drummond. So it, it's it's a, it's a toss-up. But at least they're not a dumpster fire that the no. Cleveland Indians is about to be. Oh, come on. We don't have to talk Indians. Do we? No, we got to talk Indians. They signed a couple people. Yeah. They Cesar Hernandez. Right. Glad I'm going to buy season tickets to see him play second I base. I couldn't believe. What would they sign him for? $5 million? It was like five or six. But only for one year. For right? one year. One Why? year. One year only. Hey, hold on. And then he they was picked, one of our best players. And they picked year. up Eddie Rosario. Yeah, Rosario. To play outfield for us. And it was like a one year, $8 million deal. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're going to do a lot of one year deals this year to see what happens with uh, Hosey and see how this starts to shape out because I'm starting to see the tea leaves here right. that if they can't win anything with this outfield, Hosey's gone next. Right. Buckle in Indians fans. Cause it's, it's going to be a bumpy ride. And, and what sucks is we're going to waste a one, maybe one of the best like, pitchers in the league. Shane Bieber. Well, we've done that for years. We're going to waste her with no, but but we competed. Sabathia. But we competed when we had those guys. We might not even compete. We competed with Bieber here. Bieber last year rocked. Right. Well, in one start, I I hear you, but it's still like it. It's the Indians. We are not going to overpay. When we do overpay, the person gets hurt. Uh, Listen, Nick Swisher. 
Hey, that was a great one. Michael Bord. Hey, that was a great one. But Hold on. Then you add in Edwin. That was a great one. Yeah. You know, like, you realize you're watching all these guys sign. And I understand that the Dolans are crying poor. And I, you know something? I get it. I get it. I don't, I don't get it. If you're crying poor, sell the team. Well, they don't, they can't. Why can't they? Because for one, the crappy market that we're in, because they. Somebody will on, pay a crap oh, yeah, ton of money they will. to buy the Indians. Well, they thought it was the guy that bought Kansas City. Yeah. So that kind of backfired on them. But. Right. What they did is they locked in the Indians into that Fox Sports Ohio deal mm-hmm. before everybody else. And at the time, that deal was great. That deal was. You realize that Tampa Bay has a crappier payroll than you do. They get paid more TV wise than you do. <laughs> like I'm being serious. Is like, that why I don't get it on Hulu anymore? Yeah, that I'm being. I, that's that's exactly why. Hmm. Because they they locked in early. They locked in ten years. With that Fox Sports Ohio deal, while everybody else kind of sat back and watched, and the, the Yankees, their TV deal, unreal. That's where oh, most right, of these right, money. Right. This is where most of the money comes from is those TV deals. Yeah. And guess what? The Indians are at like the bottom of the market now on that TV deal. Everybody else has surpassed them, and they're just sitting there going, "Well, we're screwed for the next six years because we had to sign this too early." Well, with the Indians, it's, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg argument because. They suck, so they can't draw fans, and they can't play their payer, pl- pay their players because they have no money from attendance. Okay, and at that point in time, I hear you, but did you not see this stadium rocking during the World Series? And hold right. on, and after that World Series, fans started showing up. Yeah. Okay, you put a decent, if we go back to the 90s, you put a decent product on the field, people are going to show up. When you start putting a crappy product on the field, they're not going to come. Well, and you also have to consider that over the last 10, 15 years, they've been, the Browns are always going to be the Browns. Oh, yeah. As Juju said, Browns is the Browns. (laughs) And they're always going to sell out. So you got to compete against the Browns who are selling out nonstop, even though they have extremely cheap ticket prices for NFL. Yeah, but you only have to compete against the Browns during the season. But you also have to compete against the Cavs over the last 10, 15 years when they had LeBron. LeBron. Exactly. So you were were third fiddle for the last decade and a half. And so that's why, especially we think, I don't know, I think anyways, baseball is a dying sport. It's well, it's not as entertaining as football and basketball is. I don't think it's the entertaining part. They just, they're not marketing it right. right. Like, they're stars. Like, I watch commercials and LeBron's everywhere. I watch football. Their young stars are everywhere. You have young stars. Mike Trout is probably the best baseball player that we have seen in probably 30 years. A while. Yeah. And how many people could know who Mike Trout is if he walked in Cleveland right now? They would look at him and go, holy shit, that's Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Nobody, because they don't know how to market their stars. And they have to market their stars. Because what they do is they play to the bigger the bigger brands. They play to the Yankees, the Red Sox, all that for their Sunday right. night baseball and all that stuff. Right. You, that's got to be played by stars. It's not Yankees and Red Sox. I know that's most of the revenue. But you have to have a Sunday night baseball with... Let's say Houston Astros up against Mike Trout. That we need that game. We need you know they need to put their star players out more in front. Well, to your point, um, 
you know, LeBron was the biggest star in the world, and he played in Cleveland. Mike Trout doesn't play. Well, even though Mike Trout does play in a giant market. Huge market. It's not a big market team. The Angels aren't the Red Sox or the Yankees or one of the chosen few uh, baseball franchises. So it's, it's weird how, yeah, this guy, he can be an international superstar, and he plays in for the Cavs which is not a huge team. And you have another guy who's just as good in his sport. And like you said, nobody knows who he is. Well, the the other thing that they have to start doing is, you know, cap it. They got to cap it. <laughs> they they have to sell their cap it because that's what, to the choir. Well, I'm, I'm being dead serious because that way, they have to. that way you can keep, Every team can keep their good players, and everybody dips into that pool like the NFL does. Well, and you also have to have the floor that uh, where the Indians can't have a $20 million payroll exactly. for one year. Oh, my God. But you know something? We're done talking Indians. Because Kia put up Francisco Lindor for a while, for a well, few years, right? No, no, no. I understand well, he that. he was here. But... Yeah, but what I'm talking about is it's it's a different market. Yeah. Like, you know, we have the local market that we get, but it's a national thing to get on national stage. Like, the national, it's all about Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and mm-hmm. all that stuff for those. Like, we won't see Francisco Lindor in a Nike commercial coming up soon. Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. They're not branded right. Mm-hmm. But, boys. What? Serpentini commercials aren't big enough? Oh, they're Francisco huge. Lindor? They're huge. <laughs> Come on, hey, man. Hey, hold on. I got to play our new sounder. You ready? Oh, okay. Ready? We aired it last Tuesday night at Mr. B's, and here we go. And if it helps if I turn it up, I still screw shit up. All right, let me turn this up a little bit more. I'm sorry. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. There it is. See, I just screwed up that time. All right, there we go. We are in Fat Boy Tuesday. And it is Super Bowl, and it's time to get into the food, boys. You're not going to shout out Bob Millersburg for that? I am going to shout out Bob Bob. He's coming on the show soon, too, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. He's all excited. But, Bob, thank you for the uh, Fat Boy Tuesday cut. We love it. We really do. Yeah. All right. So, we are going to get into Super Bowl foods and chili because there was a chili cook-off at Mr. B's. That was... Some of the chilies were actually good. Some of them were bad. But first off, when we start Super Bowl, we talk about the appetizers and everything else. Everybody puts out a spread for Super Bowl. COVID's kind of put a hinder to a lot of stuff. But we have Bry's meatballs that are amazing, right? Right. right. We have Vinny's pasta salad that just floors it. And I've, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, there's some other stuff about that pasta salad. I'm not allowed to tell on air. <laughs> uh, you got buffalo chicken dip. You got spinach artichoke dip. You got, you got everything in the world. You got cheese, crackers. Let's lay it all out there. Do so, you usually do a spread for a, for Super Bowl? If I have people over. Okay. If I don't have people over... Most of the time, if I don't have people over, we do like a burger dogs night okay. for the Super Bowl. So, you know, we get a whole bunch of cook up hamburgers, sausages, hot dogs, stuff like that. Just, you know, picket stuff or have a cheese tray, cheese tray with pepperoni or trailblazer. Nice. Yep. I mean, what about you? Do you put on a huge spread? It's a lot of that. Uh, usually, at least for the last five, six years, I've been going over to uh, my buddy Mark's uh, parents have a... Super Bowl party and all the guys I kind of uh, tailgate with, we all go over there and, uh, you know, there's maybe 20, 25 of us. It's not huge or anything, but yeah, the spread is unbelievable. Everything that you mentioned, um, bean dip, 
Oh, uh, I love beaten dip. Uh, taco, taco dip. Is yeah, it I call yeah. it taco dip. Seven layer dip. Seven layer dip. Yeah. No, it's it's um it's basically, and I've made it before. It's sour cream. You add taco seasoning, uh-huh. whip it up, and then you put cheese and lettuce and tomatoes. Oh, Some people I know what put you're Olives. About. Yeah. My There's wife has beans in there too. Sometimes yeah. people yeah. put beans on it. Oh, My wife yeah. put uh, ground beef in there sometimes. Ooh. So actually, it was ground deer, and she didn't tell me about it. Did you hold on? Nice. Did you actually eat it though? Oh yeah, no, okay. I didn't, didn't, didn't care too much. It was still good. Uh, <laughs> uh, he also he gets tons of these, um, you know, from Marcos, the big square deal. Oh yeah, uh, we're all just like throwing a couple bucks and get a ton of those. <laughs> oh, um, and so yeah, it's a lot of fun. We do squares and stuff. We're not doing it this year, so it's kind of a bummer. But yeah. Everything that I love about now, appetizers. Now, do there. you do you honestly pay attention to the game, if or do you just kind of like look in at time to time and no, like because like the my game. family like we have an interest, but we also do like cards. You know, we play cards. We like you said, you do squares. Right. You have a lot of people talking to each other at that point in time, so it's mm-hmm. not not really a a huge thing. No, we pretty much everyone watches the game. Um. It, it's it's been a while since we've really had a whole lot to root for. What was it? Um, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, when the Ravens played the Forty uh, Niners. Oh yeah, that the brother the, versus brother. Yeah, that was the last big one. You know, because other than rooting against the Ravens and rooting against the Steelers, we haven't had a whole lot to root no, for as Browns really fans haven't. in the Super Bowl. I mean, unless you're a diehard Ohio State fan and you hate Tom Brady. And I picked Tom Brady to win. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, other than that, I mean, if if that's your angle, then you've been pretty <laughs> successful. You've had you've had a lot of games I, where you can root against him over the is, last two decades. Did I not pick the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl? Did I not do that? That is what I heard. I was actually surprised. Like, I, I don't. Where, where is this? What? I'm just I'm just saying you have I don't, to. Okay, you have to concoct things. Okay, Brian, to root for Brian. Yes, I do hate Tom Brady because he's a Michigan quarterback. But I hate Tom Brady because if Drew Bledsoe would have never got hurt, there would be no Tom Brady. That's why? So that's why. That is exactly why. He to took admit. advantage of Drew Bledsoe. Oh. That was Drew Bledsoe's poor, team. Poor, Drew Bledsoe. And you know something? Poor. That, oh, and the goat Dexy, just kicked him right oh, in the face. Oh, yeah. The, it was the goat that kicked him in the face. <laughs> because, what, the first three Super Bowls that Tom won were all defense? Uh-huh. I have a little different theory behind it. Okay. And it's because of what you said earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to root for, <laughs> you know right where I'm going with this. You know, the more people you get to vote one way, you know, usually it ends up going the other way. Right, right. So it he does. knew that if he goes ahead and says he wants oh, to see the Buccaneers win, that he's yeah. really oh, secretly yeah. hoping that KC wins. Uh, oh, you know he That's is. That's what it is. You know he is. So <laughs> if Steve Belisari was playing in the Super Bowl, I'd be rooting against him. Get up here and laugh. Well, I see you laughing back there. Thank God we are not doing live show. Craig Krenzel's in the Super Bowl. I'm rooting yeah. against him. Uh, the, JT we're, Barrett. We're getting off track. We're getting off track. Oh, is that what getting off track. Hey, Vinny, what about your Super Bowl spread? Now, do you do you celebrate Super Bowl or do uh, you? I mean, it, it's a spectacle. If you don't yeah. watch it, you don't watch it. I understand. But do you guys do like a special food? Does Ma cook out something? You know what? Uh, usually the Super Bowl ends up happening later in the evening time and stuff. Yeah, so, six. Yeah, I mean, typically 
we're just finishing up with mamas at that time. Oh, so we really don't have any kind of major spread that kind of happens. We might do like a, a baby tailgate or something. Oh, like a little pickup throughout the yeah, you know, right. little spread so or something. What are, what are your uh, favorite Super Bowl snacks? Hmm. I mean, it's not our top three. Everything. But get, get, well, yeah, I understand. Everything. Like, what are you excited? Like for me, it is trail bologna and cheese. Okay. Because, like, uh, where I grew up at, down towards Amish country, the trambolone, like, if I see trambolone and cheese, I am sitting at a tray or shrimp cocktail. If shrimp cocktail is there, if it's shrimp with the cocktail sauce, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm there. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, it's those two. Okay. That sounds like two completely different worlds. <laughs> it is. You know, the reason I'd why. I'd rather have the shrimp cocktail or, you know, <laughs> ah, just give me some bologna and, you know, cheese hey, or whatever. Thank you, sir, what for the, the shrimp cocktail. Well, hey, y'all, give me that some bologna. <laughs> Hey, the only reason why is because it can kill the wife, and I don't get it that often. That's why I say yes. Second, I love trambolone. I can't help it. Like, Shoot it, it right into your veins. I didn't what say I made a sandwich out of a trail. I didn't say I made a sandwich out of bologna and shrimp. Jeez, guys. What is going on might tonight? Not be, oh, you just reminded me of pigs in a blanket. Oh, I forgot about pigs in a blanket. It. Absolutely. Oh. Those are good. Yeah. <laughs> Boys love those. Do you I do the, do you do the cheese hot dogs? No, what are the cheese hot dogs? You get the cheese hot dogs, and then you do the crescent roll with the cheese hot dogs. Mm. Oh, you you wrap up cheese in it? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no not they're cheese hot dogs. There's oh. cheese inside the hot yeah. dogs. Oh no, inject cheese into the center of the. Are hot they hot dog. dogs or are they sausages? No, no they're hot dogs. dogs. Shoot, I don't yeah. know if I've seen those. What? No. I've seen them. Where? Where do you get these at? At the store. <laughs> In the help. hot dog that section. doesn't help. <laughs> They're in there and it says cheese-filled hot dogs. I don't do any of the shopping. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ashley, buy this man some cheese-filled hot dogs. <laughs> Change his life. Jeez. I will propose again if you buy me cheese-filled hot dogs. <laughs> I'm going to text her. You know I'm text her once we get off of here. Uh, That's something I don't know. So, so... Pigs in a blanket. What? Pigs in a blanket. The other one I'll go to is, is like I said before, is the um the bean dip. Oh, it's okay. got like ground beef and beans, and it's like a cheese, uh, like a hearty cheese sauce. So, so good. Okay. I'm gonna miss it this year. Betty, what about you? My sister does a great taco dip. Oh, okay. I've seen her do. Um, uh, you know, it tends to vary in thickness a little bit here and yeah. there. But yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. Okay get the scoops to see the scoops and stuff like that do you do fritos yeah or just this oh, we'll do fritos because that's There's the bean no <laughs> well i'm the bean sorry dip. the bean you, you dip. the bean dips the, the bean fritos. dip yeah bean okay. dips definitely fritos right okay all right yeah all right so now we gotta get into chili you guys yep. ready to get into chili yeah all right so mr b has had their chili cook off mm-hmm. and i'm going to ask a question to both of you and i'll tell you how i do my chili okay. all mm-hmm. right so how do you like your chili. What has got to be in your chili for you to eat chili? All right. And for me personally, all right, it doesn't matter if it's pork or beef. I don't care. I'm fat. I'll eat anything. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know uh, there was a difference. Tomatoes, onions, all that stuff's got to mm-hmm. be in there. But the way I make my chili, I make what my boy Jude taught me was Frito pie. Okay. Mm-hmm. You take crushed up Fritos, put them in the bottom. Mm-hmm. You take your scoops of chili. Put them on top, cheddar cheese, sour cream, jalapenos on mm. top. Hmm. And the, it's almost like adding saltine crackers to your 
chili, mm-hmm. but it's just it's layered up like pie. So you just take a bite and then scoop it, nice. scoop it. So that's that's how I love to eat chili. Okay, I'm not a noodle guy like Cincinnati or oh. like they do. Uh, when I see noodles with chili, I think of just spaghetti. It's spaghetti. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. It's okay. spaghetti with beans. Okay. But that's just me personally. So I'm going to go to Vinny first. Yep. Vinny, Please, what do you Vinny. like with your chili? Because you actually judged the chili cook-off. Well, yeah. And there was one that had a little bit of heat. And I like heat on mine, too. But I don't like it like... I don't like 7 alarm to where you're crying when you take like the first bite. I like warmth. That's what chili's supposed to be is warmth mm-hmm. to me. So, so my first round, I obviously took, there was five different chilies that they ended up having. I took one of each one and I narrowed it down. I did just the chili itself and that was it. So I kind of judged it on thickness. I judged it on, you know, what extras they had inside of it. There was one uh, that did really well with uh, some of the vegetables and extra beans and stuff like that in it, which was great. There was another one that was... Uh, a little more pork kind of flavored. Yeah. Um, and it was very good. And there was one that had just a little extra spice. That was number one. And that was number one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not usually one that likes spice. Yeah, because you hiccup like crazy. Right. <laughs> you well, really do. When I when I think of chili, I think of something that's going to be a little more spice. If yeah. I get thrown off, well, yeah, then I'm definitely hiccuping all yeah. night long. I got you. So one, I, I didn't hiccup. So it had that little bit of kick to it that I could taste, but it didn't like trigger my any any of my reactions, uh-huh. which was awesome. And then uh, four and five were my other two choices, and uh, I went through a second round, and this time I put uh, some oh, just those three this time. A little I sour didn't do cream. All five, yeah, a little sour cream. I brought in some of the the Tostito bowls that they had there, over there. There's so. something there's something about sour cream and chili that kind of just I, I, I don't know. Brian, have you ever had sour cream in your chili? You I just wait. You right. just wait. Yeah. So all right. So you like? Do you like a hearty chili? Like I, I like do. a thick chili? And that was like that was like what number five was? Yeah, I saw that. That was very hearty, and I loved that chili. But it didn't have that little extra kick to it. So it's kind of something that's kind of funny that I learned about myself is that I, I chose number one overall. Because of the spice? Because of the little spice bit of spice. Or flavor. I expected that spice and I mm-hmm. didn't see that with four or five and I had to go with the spice on that one. Now, do mm-hmm. you, before we go over to Brian, do you sure. do the cheese and saltines or you just eat the chili normal? Like, how do you do your chili? Typically, I'll I'll do uh, like the shredded cheese. Yes, we'll do the shredded cheese on there and cheddar, I'll, right? Yeah, cheddar. Okay, of course, cheddar, and uh, and I'll do sour cream. Okay, you know, so depending on how spicy it is, the more sour cream I add, that way it counteracts. Okay, all right. Well, let's switch over, Bry. You ready, bud? Well, so do you guys? This was a debate my wife and I had. Do you consider chili a soup? No, no. Chili is its own chili thing. Chili is not a soup. No, chili okay. is its own thing. I would it's like a stew. Agree. Right. Yeah. The separate reason, category. It's a whole separate category yeah. because it's not supposed to be. I don't think of it as a soup because you can make chili into a whole bunch of different things. You can right. only make soup into one thing. You soup. Can, you can't put soup on a hot dog. No. Right. Two and three were more like soup. Were soupy. Yeah. And nobody liked them. And yeah. Like I, right. I don't. It, it's just like for me, like you know, we talked about. Um, oh God, what was the argument that we got into about? Uh, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. 
mm. is a hot dog or a sandwich or a hamburger. Like, it's its own thing. Like, uh, that's what I think it is. It's its own thing. Okay. Like, chili is just... Okay. It's there. Let me build you my perfect chili. First, right. it starts with a uh, square of cornbread. Oh, you do cornbread, cornbread. instead of... Yep. Okay. I like Ooh. the heartier chili. I don't like it to be too soupy. Um, yep. I'm not a huge fan of giant chunks of tomato in my chili. Yeah, I, I get that. So I don't mm-hmm. like that much. Um, so I put that over the cornbread. And then, like you guys, I put a little cheddar cheese on there. I put sour cream on there. And then I I actually do like if I don't have cornbread I like it with some noodles I like the little elbow macaroni my grandma used to put it so in that's her goulash chili. that's what we call goulash similar. Yeah, yeah similar to goulash it's not a ton okay. of noodles you can't overdo it with the noodles no I I just just a little bit okay is delicious and then the secret ingredient instead of saltines Cheez-Its oh mm. you are a- I'm telling you. What about your goldfish? Oh, like yeah, yeah, goldfish! Sure. Goldfish! If you don't have Cheez-Its, yeah. yeah. Crap! Now we're getting into some serious here. <laughs> so, like, um, so the best thing I can say about my chili mm-hmm. is normally when I do it, because everybody just like throws the cans in and everything, and mm-hmm. they have the little seasoning packet, and they do it that way. Right. I was raised different because my family does fresh tomato juice, and if you have never had either a V8. Or fresh tomato juice to add into your chili. Mm-hmm. Game changer. And I always do the spicy V8 when I pour it in. Oh, yeah. Unless it's like V8 Fusion. I'm not a no, fan no, no, of No, 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 no. It's, it's, like it's, that, the, it's the know? old school V8. There's yeah. a spicy yeah. V8? There's a spicy V8. Huh, There's really? a spicy hot V8. And I normally pour that in there. Yeah, so, like Bloody Marys and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like any of that stuff. Okay, well, you don't... Yeah, okay. See, this is where we're getting <laughs> off track here. Yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, like, uh, that's how I do mine, is I always add fresh tomato juice to mine. Huh. And it seems to work because the kids eat it up like crazy. But there are saltines, and a lot of saltines, because they actually use the saltines as scoops. Oh, wow. And they scoop it out, mm-hmm. and then whatever's left over, they kind of just go face first yeah. then. Frito scoops work, too? But that's I tried to that's get them on Frito right scoops, there. and they didn't. No. No? Nope. Okay. Nope. Even if you get the chili cheese Fritos, too. Chili cheese. Oh, okay. Put those in there. Ooh. Didn't think of that. I'm pretty sure Doritos would go great with it, too. Original Doritos. Yeah, what well, wouldn't go good? Well, okay, well, now we're getting on a whole different thing. we got to close out <laughs> the show before we get further into this chili. I'm yeah, hungry. I know, I'm hungry, too. <laughs> All right, so let's close out the show. All right, so, you know something? We're it's we're going to do top three Super Bowl moments, Bri. Mm-hmm. Do you have three, or can we just narrow it down to just one Super Bowl moment? I have three. I can run through them quickly if you want. All right, let's run through them quickly. Okay. Uh, number three would be 1996 Desmond Howard return. <laughs> I think he was the MVP that year. Desmond Howard return, touchdown, Green Bay Packers. And I just muted Bri because I rolled my eyes so far in the back of my head when he had to pick a Michigan fan. Seriously, that's what you picked right out of the that's gate. Number, that's number three. I'll bring That's you back three. I didn't. It's <laughs> oh, not number one. Lord. I could have put it number one. I mean, it was so iconic of a moment. But number two is Tennessee Titans and St. Louis Rams. Uh, Kevin Dyson coming up one yard short. Was it Dyson? I, I think thought it was. Kevin I Dyson. thought it was Holt. No, Holt played for uh, for the Rams. 
Kevin Dyson for the Titans. I think okay. maybe Vinny will have to look that up, but it's, it was a Titans. Don't worry receiver. about it. I know what you're talking so about. So that's number it, two. Yard short. Uh, yeah, that was just unbelievable. How the whole NFL season came down to one yard. Yeah. Unbelievable. Number one is the David Tyree catch because there was so much going on that, and uh, you know, uh, undefeated season coming down to that play, and Eli Manning making it tremendous play just to get out of a sack and that game was just right it was iconic it was unbelievable the play the catch them going down finishing it off and ending the perfect season all right so vitty you only got one right i only have one all right go ahead giants new england that catch (laughs) yeah That That's, catch. Okay, now I'm going to put that as Don my... Beebe, come on, man. Yep, I thought you were going Don Beebe, Leon Lett. No. no. <laughs> I remember that I one. I was going to. I thought about <laughs> it. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, you know, I was I was in uh, New Hampshire at the time, and uh, that was just a huge upset there in 2008. You know, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. I Awesome. Heard that for an entire year. Mm. You know, Brady <laughs> went so long with yep. so many. I think it was like something like twenty. Wasn't that the undefeated games. season? Yeah. 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 That was the undefeated yeah. season. They were undefeated 18-0 or something. <laughs> yep. Suck it, Tom. All the way on out. Crazy. And then they lose to the Giants yep. to that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yep. 17-14. All right. So I, it's my turn, right? Yeah, it's your All turn. Right. So my number three, and I... Brian's going to roast me on that one. The first Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl. That no, 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 no. I know, I know, it's horrible, but that has got to be hands down the best defense I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, was there a moment from that game, or it, not a moment from that game? It was just that whole team, like when that defense, like that defense was unreal, like overrated. That, you overrated. say overrated, yeah. Hands down, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Playing Kerry Collins in that game. Oh, get over yourself! They played how many teams before that? (laughs) Like it wasn't hush. All right. Then my next moment was the lights going off against the Ravens and the Niners. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. Ravens had such a huge lead, the lights turn off, and they're like, "Oh shit, what's <laughs> so, going on?" So your first two are Ravens moments. Hold on, just wait for the last one. You're gonna love it. Why the are you most. wearing purple underwear? Hold on, hey, you're gonna love the last one. Mm-hmm. Santonio Holmes <laughs> catching the end zone. There, how do you feel now? I hate you. Yep, I hate you. I hate hey, you. I yeah, hate you. Yeah, thanks for bringing up Desmond Howard. Yeah, well, you want to celebrate the Steelers? Go ahead. Oh no, I'm celebrating Ohio State guy. Yeah, no, black and yellow. I see uh, it yeah, all over your yeah. face. Ohio State mm-hmm. guy, uh, pretty all right. gross. All right, let's get to trivia. Pretty Come on. gross. Come on, let's get to the trivia. Okay, since we're talking Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, we have to now. We're getting off. We're How many Buckeye and Wolverines will be playing this weekend? I know there's one Michigan player playing. Okay, I'm going to go four. Wow. You got it. Did I? You nailed oh, it. Get the hell out of here. You no, nailed wow. it. I don't even know the other three. <laughs> so, so, you know one of them. Tom Brady. And who beat the Browns? Pat Holmes is not. Who beat the Browns? Vinny. Pat Mahomes didn't beat the Browns. I bet you know. <laughs> I can't. I, dude, I can't. No. Third and 14 ran for. Chad 
freaking Henny. Chad Henny is two. Oh, but he's not playing though. I I just I, I'm talking I about the entire 53 man roster. So I got Chad Henny and Chad Henny, Tom Brady. There's oh. two others. <laughs> well, you just stick my head in the vice right now. <laughs> There's two others. Come on, uh, give them to the me. The other one is Frank Clark for uh, Kansas City. Uh, $20 million man, defensive end, 55. Yep. So there's three Michigan guys. Yep. The fourth Michigan guy is Michael Dana. Yep. Of course he would. For the Kansas City Chiefs. So the two best teams in the league don't have any Buckeyes on them at all. Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. I keep hearing how great they are, but they don't even play for good teams. Damn mute. All right. So Brian's done for the episode. I'll bring him back on for a good night later because uh, he's... Damn you, Bri. Damn you. And Vinny's over here laughing. All right, let's bring him back on now. All right, let's close out our show. All right, you can find us on Dick. Such a dick. You uh, knew that was coming. I Come know. You can find us on our YouTube channel. Search Illegal Ham to the Face. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at I Am That Fat Guy. Um, you can't find these guys anywhere because they just, yeah, no. But I keep getting asked, like, where's Big Brian on Twitter? I'm like, I have no clue. So <laughs> we're just seen. we are just gonna leave it at that. If you want to talk to Big Brian, you gotta get a hold of this guy. <laughs> but please comment, like, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm put I'm in the process of putting up old episodes back up. And like I said, we're gonna try to get to um uh where Foundry. It? Foundry. Yeah, we'll Foundry Social. Yeah, Foundry yeah. for our next live show so everybody can kind of see it. Yep, I'm right on top uh, of that. Also wanna thank underdog clothing company for sponsoring our show also mm-hmm. want to thank papa b for sponsoring our show um is there anybody else can i think am i forgetting something i don't think so Vinny, uh, am i forgetting something uh the only thing i can think of that you forgot was uh in the beginning of the program saying good morning but, oh yeah i'm sorry uh, well that's all right don't worry but don't don't Vinny, <laughs> it's time say good morning good night Hey, have a good night, everybody. There it is. All right, Brian. God bless him. God bless you. God bless America. All right. I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked and unloaded and obviously on a Michigan train right now. (laughs) And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.